Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, we're going to be talking with my favorite salesperson, Matt Nettleton. Hello, Matt. Hello, Lorraine. How are you? I'm really good. And you, how are you today? I am good. It's not raining. It's not too cold. It's, it's beautiful out. So it's great Friday. Fantastic. Um, for those of you who have not met Matt before, have not had a chance to hear him on this podcast or other places around the city, he is the owner of Sandler, D- Sandler Training, DTB. Yep. And Matt, what's the DTB stand for? DTB uh, stands for the one thing that I have learned more than anything else in sales. It's do the behavior. That's the, the motto. That's the, the plan. I learned early on, I believe it was Marcus Aurelius who said, your thoughts will define your reality, but your actions will create it. Wow. And so if you want to be a successful salesperson, sometimes it's just a matter of getting out and doing the steps. Doing the steps. You got to prospect. You got to present. You got to discover. You got to, you got to do the behavior. It doesn't matter how well your plan is conceived until it's empowered and enacted. And I can testify to that. Matt was my sales coach and clearly it changed how we did business here at Roundpeg. And I spent about the first 18 months of that relationship telling Matt why I couldn't do the behavior and the next five years doing the behavior. Funny how the difference all of a sudden clicked. (laughs) Absolutely. And Matt, I know that you work with lots of companies in lots of industries but lately, you've really focused and, and spent a lot of time with tech companies. And so I'd love to talk about selling particularly tech products. Okay, excellent. So tell me some of the mistakes tech companies make, some of the things they should do differently. So it, there's a couple different things that tech companies do that absolutely impede their success. The first thing that tech companies do is they they believe for some reason that if they have a really cool product, that the world will beat a path to their door and that they won't have to prospect or go out and find people they don't know to sell. That's probably the number one overarching biggest problem that that tech people really, they're, they're mistaken about how people make a decision to buy. I always uh, sort of equate that to broccoli. Broccoli is a wonderful food. It really is. is. And it's really good for you. And you should eat broccoli. But if you don't know what it is or you don't like it, it doesn't matter. And so I think, you know, part of tech companies figuring out is how to tell people just how good or wonderful or why they should have that product. Well, the, the funny thing about a lot of tech companies is tech companies can be two and three steps ahead of the consumer. And, and they're fixing, solving, and relieving people of problems that they may not even be aware that they have yet. And so the tech company that has the great product with the elegant code and the dynamic user interface and all that stuff is, is out there right now waiting for somebody to stumble on them by accident because nobody's looking to solve that problem yet. And that's, that's really a, a, a challenge for every business, right? We all think that we solve something, but until somebody discovers they have the problem that we solve, they're not going to give us any money. Absolutely. So 
if you've got this great product and, and you see a need for it in the marketplace, how does a tech company that is solving a problem customers don't even know they have, how do you, how do you sell that? How do you get people to recognize that they have a problem? So um, this is going to sound old school, but there's this uh, device. Uh, we refer to it as the magic money box, also known as a telephone. And we recommend that people pick it up and speak to strangers. Now, we don't start with the phone book, right? That, that'd be a little bit too general. But most tech companies come up with a product and they find a market that the product fits into, product market fit. And, and inside that market, they identify the demographic qualifications that says, hey, somebody that uses Gmail or, you know, somebody that has between 50 and 250 employees or somebody that has more than 10,000 square feet of office space. These are the people that, that we want to talk to. And then they go to Google or they go to Reference USA or they go to Zoom Info or they go to Dun & Bradstreet. And they pull a list of prospects based on the criteria they've set. There's a ton of information about people out there. And so what we recommend is figure out what it is you want to sell, figure out who it is you believe you can sell it to, and then give them a call. Wow. It's so funny because I grew up in the age of the telephone and I definitely am very comfortable with it, but I have noticed that there is a little bit of a demographic split and younger business professionals are less likely to embrace the telephone. And really, even somebody like me who likes the phone doesn't necessarily like cold calling. So how do I get over that hump? Well, first of all, let's, so let's, there's two things there. One, there's the demographic split, right? So I have children. They're a little bit younger than your children. Um, my 17-year-old daughter has texted me from the backseat of the car that I'm driving. I mean, I, <laughs> there's a real difference here between, you know, people my age who would have just said, hey, I'm in the backseat, you want to talk, and people who are her age and, hey, I'm in the backseat, can I t send you a text? As you get younger, people are more and more looking for ways to not use the phone and not talk to people. And, and can we do it by text? The problem is when you start putting things in writing, you lose a lot of the nuance and you lose a lot of the tonality and you lose a lot of, well, the punctuation that gives speech meaning. So there is a, a reluctance and there's a generational reluctance. The second half is I'm 51 and I've been in sales now for 30 years and I wake up every day knowing I have to prospect and knowing I don't feel like it. But any professional who does any job wakes up a lot of days and says, I really don't feel like practicing or I really don't feel like you know, if you're a fan of the symphony, the, the guy that plays the oboe doesn't feel like playing the oboe every day, but that's his job. As a salesperson, my job is to find people that need what I have, engage them in conversation and qualify and disqualify them and, and see if they want to become a client. And to do that, you got to prospect. You got to do the behavior. Regardless of what you think or feel. It is, uh, it, it, that is a very important lesson. And I, I still every day have my call journal. And so I know how many calls I need to make and how many conversations I had today. And that is definitely a lesson I learned from you. Yeah. There are days that I look at it and think, I wonder if I could just call my brother. 
Can I just talk to my brother? Will that count? Well, it's, you know, everybody's got their cold call goals and their prospecting goals. And there are there is a subset of people that will wait until 4.30 because they're hoping to get everybody's voicemail or waiting until that week between Christmas and New Year's so that they can make a thousand cold calls, but they don't have to worry about talking to anybody. And that's that's great. It just doesn't lead to long-term success. No, you you have to you have to have those conversations. Yes. Okay. Any last tips for specifically folks in the tech community? But really, I I think a lot of these tips make sense for every business. Well, the the last tip I'll give you is that you know folks in the tech industry love to have a belief that the best salespeople are the salespeople that know the most about their product and, and can talk about it. And uh, for the last for the last three years, I've done work with TechPoint, and we've put together a TechPoint sales boot camp where we take career changers and uh, recent college grads and stick them into tech companies. And what we've learned is that knowledge and experience are unimportant, but that goal orientation and initiative, vitality, and curiosity are the keys to success. And, and so we've, we've taken these people and in two days training, put them on the phone after four days so they, they can't log into the software they're trying to sell. And they'll set 50 to 150 demos in their first two weeks at these companies. And, and it really is a function of they wake up, they go to work, they run a system regardless of what they think or feel, and they really don't worry about what they don't know. They figure out what it, they need to discover from their prospects in order to move forward. And that's what they focus on. Well, and in doing that, they're focusing more on asking questions and letting the customer talk because the customer will certainly give you the clues and people love to hear themselves talk, don't they? Well, nobody ever argues with their own data. No. I mean, it, as soon as they say it, it's pure genius, true. True for all all the ages and always has been true. And so as soon as I can get them to talk, then we, we have something to discuss. But it really doesn't matter what you as a salesperson says. Once you start talking as a salesperson, everybody assumes you're trying to sell and therefore probably being dishonest. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Matt, I, I can't believe how quickly the time has gone. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me today. I appreciate it. And thanks for talking. Always enjoy these. And if you are interested in learning more about Matt and Sandler DTB, they sh where should they go, Matt? So you can follow us on Twitter at Sandler DTB Indy. You can follow us on Instagram at Sandler DTB Indy. You could find me on LinkedIn at Sandler DTB Indy. And that, that would pretty much cover it, those three areas. Or you could search, you know, dtb.sandler.com would be my website. Cool. Well, there will be links to your social profiles and website from the show notes. So if folks want to catch up with you, they'll be able to. Excellent. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you're interested in listening to other episodes, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you look for podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.